the Anchor Daily Podcast. We are so glad you're joining us as we prepare our hearts this Christmas season. We are going to be learning about the Advent themes of hope, peace, love, and joy. Well, hello, podcast friends. Drew Walsh here, Bethel's Teaching and Equipping Director. And today we continue our Advent study. Over the last couple weeks, we've looked at and considered hope, peace, and love. But today and the rest of this week, actually, we're going to dive into the role of joy and why it's an integral part of the Advent season. I'm sure you've heard the saying, one of these is not like the other. Well, if one phrase could sum up the grand total of my grade school days, that phrase would probably be it. I was a poor kid on financial aid who attended a super wealthy private school. My friends got Nintendos for Christmas. I got soccer balls. My friends' families had vacation homes, and I lived in a shoebox of a house all year round. My schoolmates could afford the latest clothing trends, and my parents sent me to Ross and Goodwill. One of these, primarily me, was not like the others. If you've experienced that feeling of being a complete and total outsider, then you know it has very little to instill in you the descriptive words of Advent, hope, peace, love, and joy. I definitely can't say that my grade school experiences led to deep and lasting hope, peace, or joy. Now, when you are the outsider, something is needed to bring you into the inside. Something is required to help you surmount the great divide of differences and dissimilarities. Well, today's reading, the short but jam-packed verse of Romans 15, 13, it finds itself in the greater context of a letter written to outsiders, a people who had been drawn to an insider faith system. Historically and religiously, the Romans had been on the outside of the Jewish faith. Relationally, the Romans weren't the chosen people of God, the people that God had previously initiated relationship with. Physically, they didn't have the same dietary regulations. They weren't circumcised. They weren't set apart like their Jewish neighbors. One of these, the Roman Gentiles, were not like the other. Imagine how these early outsider converts must have felt as they looked upon the insider Jewish Christians. Or perhaps it's more accurate to say, imagine how those early outsider converts must have felt as insider Jewish Christians looked upon them. And this is why Paul, only six verses earlier in chapter 15, he reminds the newly developed Roman church with these words, accept one another, just as Christ also accepted you to the glory of God. For I say that Christ became a servant so that Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy. Those who are outsiders, Christ loved and accepted. It was for those who are outsiders, Christ took on flesh and became a servant. It was for those who are outsiders, Christ died on a sinner's cross. In all of this, he did for an express purpose, that outsiders might join insiders in a song of praise glorifying God for his boundless, culture-defying, race-transcending, sin-defeating mercy. But not only is that what Christ did, it's also what Christ modeled for the soon-to-be church. Paul said, just as Christ accepted you, you too are to welcome and accept others. Just as Christ became a servant, fulfilling the desires of his Father, 
that his mercy might be put on display, the church too should humble itself to the will of the Father. And what was the will of the Father? That we should be one, regardless of differences of culture, race, and demographics. One, just as he is one within himself. Oneness. No longer Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female, rich nor poor. The mercy of God is that all have been made one through the work of his son. All are recipients of an immediate peace and eternal hope. Perhaps this wonderful truth is lost on us at times. Maybe the glory of of it all has, has grown dim. And Paul says in today's verse that it should lead to something. This knowledge should lead us to joy. Not that fleeting feeling of happiness, but, but a mainstay of your faith that persists in the dark seasons, a bedrock of hope in spite of what is seen or felt or experienced. It's a joy that celebrates in and out of season saying, I am no longer an outsider. I am yours and you are mine. I'm not alone, but I stand amongst a sea of brothers and sisters who are all recipients of this wonderful mercy. As we've been studying in Hebrews 12 on Sundays, it was for this joy, for this joy that Christ entered the world and set his sights on the cross. And it is to this joy that he calls you and I once again. So I repeat the benediction of Paul and I invite you just as he did. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May you have a truly joy-filled season. Love you, church family. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.